Fantastically well. Oh my god, <laughs> I like the spirit, the attitude. Talking town, wow. <laughs> yeah, really, it's the best. And if it's not the best yet, it will become literally the best. So, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Who is Victor? <laughs> Who is Victor? <laughs> Who is Victor? It's a, it's a very, very, very good question because uh, we all come in Dubai with a purpose and we change. Mm-hmm during a couple of years, right? Mm. I came here as a, as a vet, right? Who doesn't mm. know what's a vet? It's uh, a doctor, but a doctor for animals. And in my case, uh, for animals that have feathers and scales. So birds, birds. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually reptiles and sometimes other exotics. As, yeah. um, he didn't want to treat my cat. He said he doesn't do cats. He's, he's doing birds. I, I don't do cats. Do you, do you remember this? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> you gotta cut that. By the way, the cat didn't survive, so yeah. Yeah, so next anyway. time you gotta go with a vet for cats. Not yes, for, okay, not that's what birds. I did eventually. But tell me, so you're here for how long? How many years? Seven years already. Seven years, like me. Okay, and uh, what, what are you currently doing then? <laughs> What's your job? I'm learning all about um, healing holistically. Okay. Because being a, being a doctor trained in medical school, you get enough of prescribing antibiotics and painkillers mm-hmm. and doing surgeries and you feel that you want to contribute more to this world and all what I did is learning how to use alternative medicine so now I'm using energy healing I'm using a special special water in uh, my therapies as well and essential oils and a lot of good vibes yeah, sounds sounds really good, and that's uh, that's how we sort of met through. We met. We went to this ice bathing thing, and Victor was there, and uh, we're friends since then, right? This was a few months ago. Yeah, we are best friends now. Yeah, best friends, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're coming from the same country, but it has nothing to do with it. Anyway, um, today I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is called marriage. So, you recommend marriage? it's a very interesting uh, when you hear the question you don't know what to answer (laughs) what's the best tip to give to someone who wants to get married don't get married (laughs) well that would be the first thing to say don't get married if you're not sure Um, well after doing a proper dissection through my uh, three years marriage Mm -hmm. I do say go get married Mm-hmm. But, but first, no, I, I there is a little but. but. Okay. First, before you get married, you gotta find out exactly why did you come here? Why are you here on this earth? Try to connect with your with your higher self and uh, find out your maybe previous lives, your journey, mm-hmm. and see if the person that uh, you are willing to get married with is aligned to what your journey is supposed to, to teach you because it it might be a terrible experience it might be a beautiful experience so there is no uh, good and bad decisions they mm-hmm. are all decisions mm-hmm. okay. in my case 
was highly Come experiential. On, spill it. And okay. uh, the best is if we go deep into it mm-hmm. and see what our audience will, will learn from it. I was already um, eight months in my relation and we were thinking, okay, what can we do? Can we do something together? Can we create a future? And I said, yes, we both had very good energy, good um, vibration together, especially in the first months, you know, very well. It's mm-hmm. a lot of butterflies, a lot of um, um, inspiration. So we had a trip in Indonesia and said, like, let's see how we are together when we are away. And during those 10 days in Indonesia, we said, hmm, going back to Dubai will be difficult to work together while you are still um, on a different visa. Let's work together and let's get married. Can we do that in 10 days? So it came all mentally. And guess what? In 10 days, we were able to finish all the papers. And this was after eight months of relationship? Yes. Okay. And imagine that it's um, 8th of March 2019. Mm-hmm. We're in a small neighborhood in Surabaya, mm-hmm. Indonesia. I wear all these Indonesian attires mm-hmm. with all those hats wow. on, on the head. Look at you. <laughs> My family doesn't know anything. Oh. And I called them and I said, okay, mother, are you, are you at home? Are you sitting down? Is everybody <laughs> around you? Because I have some very interesting news for you. But you got to sit down, take my brother and my father as well and sit down. And don't cry. <laughs> and what they saw, they saw this um, Iman, how they call it, with the, again, with the traditional uh, clothes. Sit it down there. One important aspect, sorry to interrupt, mm. for the people that are listening, your wife is from Indonesia because we didn't mention this in the beginning. Yes. It's a mixed relationship that we're going to talk later on about. Yes. Anyway, go on. It's a mixed relation. Yeah. And she's Muslim. Yes. <laughs> which makes things more interesting. Yes. And he's Christian. The teachings. Uh, Did you convert? Of course. You, have you, you converted. Okay. Yes, you have. A little to. Muslim. <laughs> yeah, me a little Muslim. Okay, okay, anyway. And I yeah. sit down there. Yeah. I do not understand what is being spoken mm-hmm. because it was, of course, in their language. But the person that was officiating mm-hmm. was this oldish guy in his 40s with yeah. um, Maybe he a bit saying, weasley eyes. Yeah. Let's dark, kill him dark, after. Dark, dark, dark brown. <laughs> yeah. With a very sharp attitude. He was addressing always to me and I had to be translated. Mm-hmm. And... I just said yes. <laughs> I had nothing else to say and to understand. So, I, yeah, so you got you, you got married there, like you did the ceremony, but then you came back to Dubai and you signed the papers? We signed it in Indonesia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my mother, in the middle mm-hmm. of that, I could just help. <laughs> <laughs> so my Poor mother woman, was literally crying. Oh and, uh, yeah. I didn't say okay. anything. She was so respectful of my decision. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything. Well, it was done. Poor woman. What can she do? I mean... Yeah, so you could see her, her tears yeah. on the on the video yeah. falling, but I think in her mm. soul was a massive storm. Okay, so was it a good decision for you to get married? Was a good decision. Was good. It was a very good decision because I had to learn a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I had to learn about um, giving. Like yeah. Okay. First of all, about giving, and um, not thinking only about myself. Right. 
because what I found later on when I did a lot of um, meditation and mm-hmm. guided past regression that I had a lot of lives I was living in the Middle East as well and I was not um, treating the ones how we're supposed to be them yeah because uh, I mean you were talking about your single life before while you were dating and all you thought about was yourself I assume and then when you were with someone else you cannot think just about you there is another right. person involved and you also have a child now correct right so, <laughs> you reveal everything <laughs> sorry okay um yeah anyway uh but uh, what i'm curious about is the fact that you guys so this is a mixed relationship and i had the podcast with someone else uh it's the other way around she's also romanian but she's christian she married with a muslim guy she converted as well and she's covered and she's praying and she's doing all these things uh, she's happy end of the day anyway and uh, yeah things seem to go well between them uh, I know not all uh, mixed relationships are very successful because of lack of communication and other challenges, but I'm curious how, um, what happened with you guys in your situation? Well, it was extremely, extremely challenging. A mm-hmm. few months back the line after we signed the papers, yeah. when I um, came back to Dubai, she was under my visa, we started working together to, to the project, and down the line, the things did not work very well anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was... 95% decided to give up. Mm-hmm. All um, the religious upbringings are well, mm. so it's a, a, a very, very big tension. And we are almost, almost there. Were you overwhelmed? Were you uncomfortable? I was uncomfortable? highly, highly overwhelmed. This was after how long? After you signed the papers? How long? A few months, right? A few months, mm-hmm. yes. A few months. Mm. Um, what keeps us together was the thing that we are we are doing well. Otherwise, we are supporting each other and uh, working on it, right? Working on it. Mm. And you know what is interesting? Because some of your audience will find it uh, weird. But I had a dream, and in that dream, mm-hmm. my grandfather, who I was very very attached, he was telling me that I'm going to have a baby boy. Okay. And since that dream. Things started to change. Oh, really? You really had this dream? Yes. Okay. Because okay. Yes. It was a, it was a dream. It was a guidance that uh, that I had. Uh-huh. And soon after that, she was pregnant, even oh. if we were not really planning. Okay. And very interestingly, that uh, I knew it's a boy. I saw it in my dream. My grandfather told me that all the doctors were telling us that it's going to be a girl. Until mm-hmm. six months, mm-hmm. my baby was supposed to be a girl. And guess oh, what? Wow. After six months, they told you, ah, it's actually a boy. We <laughs> see like, something on the monitor. Yeah, something started to move between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But tell me something else, because you guys found each other in Dubai. Yeah. And you know what people say about Dubai and yes. relationships and, oh my God, you mm-hmm. cannot find anybody and it's difficult. Everybody just wants to have fun. They're just transiting here. They're living for a while. They're moving away, which is not true. Most people come here and they stay for a very long time. Even the ones that they moved away, they, they usually come back. So, um, for you, it was not a, a challenge, right? Or it was, or it took you long to find her? Did you, I mean, have you been on to a lot of dates before that? Did you go on the, uh, on the online <laughs> dating apps? Of course I did. You know very well, as a European, mm-hmm. when, you, when you come here and you find what Tinder is... <laughs> Tinder is <laughs> garbage. you are in a very highly experiential mode. Yeah. And, well, I... I would not say garbage, because in Tinder you can find a lot of people like you and me. 
that we are genuine. Uh, yeah, and I found some people that uh, there was one guy, and we didn't really date, but we ended up being friends for a while. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. it. So yeah, okay. I find it eighty percent garbage, and you know why? You know the quality of the people that are there. It depends the intention that you have. Well, you know what the intention of those people are. I mean, mm-hmm. women they want money and they want to make business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not all, not all. I no, had no, some no, interesting experiences. Yeah. I don't know, for me, I deleted the app again about two years ago and it was again, um, in 2015, I dated the guy from Tinder mm-hmm. and it was amazing and I, I, I'm talking about the experience uh, in one of my articles on the blog and it was great, but mm-hmm. I really find these exceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So still, for me, the quality of the people is very questionable. Yeah. It depends on what you attract. <laughs> oh, come on, don't <laughs> say that. Oh. It's, and it's not about, it's not about uh, that you deserve something or not. It's about uh, what um, is the point of... I attract assholes. That point <laughs> because each of them, they, uh, they got to teach us something. So we are learning from each other. Okay, of them. but you know what? They're, the conversation with many of them was, uh, we're talking a little bit and it's like, come to my place. Let's cook, let's have dinner. I'm like, I'm not coming to your place. I don't want to have dinner with you now, tonight. We just talk. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I had much better experiences. <laughs> no, I said already, not all yeah. of them were like that, but in, in a percentage, most mm-hmm. of them, 80%, 90% were like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and in Germany, Tinder was the same for me. Okay. Apparently in Europe, Tinder is better and the quality of the people is different. This is what some people are saying. For me, Germany was not better. I never used it in Romania, but I have a friend in Romania. She found her actual boyfriend in, during COVID in 2020. They are together the guy is amazing they'll probably get married and mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's not possible but it's more difficult but we're getting away from the well, subject Tinder is another subject for another, yeah. for another time uh but it's possible to find love in dubai and to of find someone to connect is. and to that's what i wanted to underline of right of course it is so what would what would you because you're a case right you're a happy case i understand maybe your relationship has challenges yeah, every relationship challenges. exactly all of them absolutely but what would you tell the people that I talk to many people that are very disappointed? They feel alone. I cannot find anybody. I, I don't. I don't trust people in Dubai to date. Um, and like I said before, um, people come and people go here. You know, it's like a station. So, what would you tell to these people from your own experience? And don't just give me, yeah, it's possible. Just <laughs> tell me a little more. <laughs> yeah. Um, to stop looking. Just about the physical appearance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who they are, the image. Try to connect with them on a different level mm-hmm. and go to activities that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the place where you'll find the the real ones and live your life, right? Just do your right. thing, and the right Don't person will show. Don't yeah, I agree. Actually, I posted a TikTok yesterday or two days ago. I was like, "Don't chase love because love will find you. It doesn't matter where you are; it will come at the right time." And it, it, it doesn't matter where you are in this world, including Dubai. Mm-hmm. So. And one tip: you never find the love in a club. I mean. Yeah, love, I agree. Love in a club. I know club. exceptions. If you can't believe even. If, okay, but there are exceptions I wouldn't. But uh, big time exceptions. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we mean those kind of clubs, like nightclubs where mm-hmm. late night and stuff yeah. like that. Because there is the intention. It's mm-hmm. it's very clear. Yeah. Yep. So usually it's good to join communities, to do different activities that make you happy, uh, go out, have a social life. If you're, uh, if you're not a more social person, polish your social skills, try not to be an introvert as much as possible and work on that. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okie dokie. Now, tell me something, um, because I also talk about expectations in general, and I have people telling me, uh, no, you shouldn't have expectations. I don't believe in that. I think we all expect something, it's all, but it's always give and take, yeah, right? expect a lot. Yes, but mm -hmm. there are healthy expectations, and that's what I want to ask you. What is the difference? So, healthy expectations versus realistic expectations. Because you expect stuff from your wife, of course. like she does from you. Well, that was the biggest challenge for us. Mm. Okay, tell me. tell me. Especially uh, for those mixed couples, women out there, the European men mm -hmm. they expect women to be almost as hard as them in business. Strong personality, right? To do business together, yeah, yeah. to support them in uh, every endeavor and to show their power and not get stuck home with the usual things and then not grow anymore. Mm -hmm. So European women, especially, especially in my case, I was expecting my wife to grow as well besides me. Yeah. And uh, because my very, very high expectations on her to do much more than probably she was able that moment, she felt overwhelmed and a lot of emotions they, they gather. And of course that pushed her down emotionally so that was a big challenge for uh, for us because somehow taking uh, out her job i took her security her let's say identity right and even right. Uh, even if let's say our business was very well and she was relating her mother was able to cure cancer because of this project because of this water project uh -huh. that we do uh, because of this project, uh, we are able to have a baby very easily. Mm -hmm. My wife was having a big cyst, one ovary was removed, and still the first trial, bang, baby, mm -hmm. yeah. because of this water. So she believed a lot in this project, but she did not believe in her power of being assertive, of being there and being a leader and mm. getting leads, getting clients. And the more I tried to push her, the more her confidence went down. And it was a big clash, and in the end she didn't do anything anymore, and I was in that kind of denial mode. I said like, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Do I look for another woman? Do I look for another partner to support me in business? Oh, and wow. I accept her as my, my first wife and I, I move on. It was a very, very big clash. What do you mean first wife? At that time. Because being a Muslim, <laughs> I don't have my wife. I even wow. had this kind of thoughts. On the level look of thoughts. This. So this first is getting wife. a bit trickier. Mashallah. You know what, yeah. what get, got me out mm. of those? Having uh, having done therapy on me, mm -hmm. so you went through therapy, right? Yes. Okay. I found out about my my past lives, my karmas with my actual wife. What I have to learn from this. Mm -hmm. So what I found out was that we have a journey together, and I have to become much kinder and care much more about the people around me and give much more. And this life, it's all about giving to others, saving others. And once I understood that. It was much easier for me to accept and things started to move in a better way. I attracted better partners in, in business and one of the things that this you have to write it down if you are struggling uh -huh. in life. Okay. You have to give freedom. Oh yeah, space. Very, oh, very important. Holy space. So if yeah, I can name absolutely. I can name one single the most important mm -hmm. thing, guys write that down. Mm -hmm. If you wanna have a relation that will go on don't restrict yeah freedom, freedom space and this means that you feel secure enough you're not jealous you're not possessive because yes yeah and you trust the other person fully right yeah yeah because in I, all these yeah. moments of tensions if i think about now 
if she would have put a little bit of pressure on me mm-hmm. of restricting my freedom, I would I would have given up. Mm. But she didn't do that, right? No, so That's she good. played very well her card. Oh. She knew very well. So I was going <clears throat> once I moved on from my uh, medical field. Uh, I was going to a lot of events, holistic events, yoga, meditation, spirituality, name it. And I was meeting a lot of women. Sometimes I was maybe the only man in the room, mm. and there were 20 women. Okay, and all very, so there was very temptation. Attractive. Of course, and she knew that, but she was never stopping me. Okay, good. She Smart was always, uh, never questioning me mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. uh, never checking yeah. who's messaging me. I was bringing women home to have meetings, uh, of course, business oh. meetings as well. And because she was not questioning me and she was believing in me and supporting and even meeting some of my female friends to explain them more about the business, more about how they can heal their parents from cancer, how they can get rid of, let's say, ovarian cysts using this kind of water. He was part of the business again, but in a, in a helping way, not mm-hmm. in her way of doing there and pushing. Mm-hmm. So we found the balance, where is her contribution mm. and where is mine. Okay. And it became much, much, much better. Yeah, and I like I really like the part when you said that. Um, well, I understand she did certain things that were right for the relationship and everything that you said. I fully agree. Um, I think it was really wise and smart. But also, you said something that um, you didn't give up. You you worked on it. And um, very short story. A few years ago, I told one of my best friends. Uh, she was seeing, uh, she had a boyfriend, she still has the boyfriend, actually they got married, now she's pregnant, and they were seeing each other for five years at the time. And they all, in, during their relationship, they always had drama and challenges, and like we said, all relationships, they have that. And then I only told her that, and it came randomly out of my mouth. I was like, listen, back in the time when something was broken, we used to fix it, not throw it away. She was like, oh, okay. She didn't say anything. One year later, she's like, remember when you told me that thing? It had such an impact on me. And when I went home and then we started to work on our things again, and I was like, no, we have to work on this because actually he's the man of my life. I love him. I want to be with him. Nothing is perfect, but I have to work on it. I have to fix it. I don't, I don't want to just give it away, you know, just throw it away. Mm-hmm. So I think this is very important as long as you know that there is still something there and it's worse because of course some relationships they have to end for different reasons not everything is worth fighting for maybe you know it really depends there are situations and situations but in general yes i really believe in that and i really like you put it very nicely i i i believe in that and i like uh, yeah. what you said and now i'm curious do you have any tips to give for people that want to get married or for people that um, are already in a marriage and they have challenges like do's and don'ts what would you say one word, write it down. <laughs> therapy. Oh my God. I therapy love this. Yeah. is the most important. If, if, you, if they have challenges, right? You are, even yeah. if you don't have challenges. Okay. Because okay. everything can look uh, okay. pink and beautiful and amazing. Especially from the outside. Yes, from the outside. But you don't know what's inside. It will, it's funny that comes from a doctor with a PhD degree. Mm-hmm. But the more I learn about the energy, the more I uh, entrust in it and every decision that I make I do meditation I console with my mm-hmm. people that they are very very well connected yeah because they can tell you a lot they are mm-hmm. out there 
healers that they are so connected to the universe that by looking to the mm. picture of a person yeah can tell you even oh, yeah. if you had past lives together and what's yeah. your purpose here true i know that and it saves a lot of time and the and emotions because they can tell you right away if that person is came in your life because you need to learn something and you have a few months of uh, good very 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 good sex and then uh, mm-hmm. that's all or you are going to have maybe five years of super strong fightings between you but after that you'll have a super good life together mm-hmm. so there are thousands of possibilities yeah and i suggest to everybody to take a therapy take a session there are a lot of amazing amazing people out there that uh, mm-hmm. that they can do yeah i that, agree that's the most important thing because especially when you are in the relation you cannot mm-hmm. judge you are blinded when you are in the yes and people from the outside might see things differently than yes. you do because you're not friends you're out. not friends yeah yeah you cannot just go yeah. to your best friend and say yeah. like oh what should i do about that so like friends can help but that there is a limit yeah uh, you know at some point um, you have to go to a professional yes someone that doesn't know you personally someone mm-hmm. that um it's been through school, you know, and it can help you, like therapists or coaches. Like, I did therapy as well, um, and it was the best money I ever spent. It taught me a lot, and uh, it also led me to my past nowadays mm-hmm. of coaching and doing similar things. So I, I truly believe in that. Whether it's couple therapy or you go by yourself, doesn't matter. The work has to be done individually. Yeah, I know, but some people go as a couple mm-hmm. as well. I don't think yeah. it's bad to be honest, but mm-hmm. yes, I think it's uh, certain so things. Healing separately. Yeah, yeah, certain things have to, have to be done individually as well. I mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and now Victor, please tell me, <clears throat> what do men want from women? Oh, we want a lot of things, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this word in Romania, the the phrase that we are gonna try to translate. <laughs> The the best wife, the best partner, should be a perfect cook, a magician in the kitchen to make you the oh, amazing love. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then you should be the best business partner when you go out there, like a lioness, mm-hmm. to come with you to bring down even the the biggest elephant in town. Mm-hmm. And in bedroom, she gotta be <laughs> another tiger, another lioness, <laughs> a porn star. <laughs> So um, there okay. are three different identities yeah, that yeah. we want in our woman to, yeah. to, to embody okay. and switch it accordingly. Yeah, depending on the environment, right? Yes. I mean, she's not going to be a porn star in the street. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a... in the elevator time to time, only the two of you. Yeah, but just the two of you, you don't want neighbors <laughs> around, right? Yeah. Mm. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, because most men, uh, and I promise I'm going to tell you that, most men... Um, they, it takes them a, a lot of time in, in this podcast to tell me and I get weird and I, and I make fun of them, you know, like, can you answer the question? This is not, I asked you what, it's a simple question. What do men want from women? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you mean, what do I want? Yeah, of course, at the end, it's you, you know, it's a it's generic question, that. but it applies to you. What do you want from a woman? And actually, in general, most men want pretty much the same thing from women. And it's the same with women, what they mm-hmm. want from men, right? Yeah. But this is one of the funniest questions that I, I, I started to ask it because I'm curious, but it turned out to be a very interesting experiment. Mm-hmm. Because women, they give me a straight answer like that. You know, one, mm-hmm. two, three, and they're done. In one minute, they're done. And men, I think you were the only one that were, was more yeah. straightforward. But they start to start to, they start to tell me a story. I'm yeah. like, where are you going? What are you? I asked you a very simple question, and 
this is a very light podcast. Yeah. Um, most of us we know each other, you know, and it's uh, and I can make fun of uh, my guests because <laughs> I know them. And uh, some of them I've recently met, but the relationship is really cool. And I'm like, uh, hello, this is not the question. I want you to answer the question, you know, straight. But you, you did a very good job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And <laughs> okay. I resume it in, in one word. The desire yeah. has to stay there. Yeah. The desire. I think it's also, but this is in couples in general, like uh, you need to be friends with each other, right? It's mm-hmm. a partnership. And you need to have fun with each other, you know, do fun, cool stuff. Even if you have kids or not, it doesn't matter. Make time for yourselves and go out, do things. I mean, someone can babysit the child, right, for two, three hours. So, or still go out on dates, like once a month, two times a month. I know we're all busy, uh, our schedules are crazy, but we need to make time for this. Yeah. Okay, Victor, did you enjoy? <laughs> He's looking at me like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It's somehow um, mm. relieving to to express yourself. Yeah. You don't talk these things usually mm-hmm. in our meetings. Yeah. And I see it as a big help for uh, the ones struggling out there. Because mm-hmm. I am sure whoever is listening to this, it's somehow relating in a yeah. certain way. Of course. And it's like, oh yeah, I've been there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is so good to hear yeah. that. Yeah. And there are also people like me that were not married because um, I, I think speaking, I don't believe in marriage. It's a piece of paper. But I might be very wrong. And if I'll get married, I might be in a year from now. I don't know. Let's see. Let, let's assume something happens. I'm going to be like, guys, excuse me. I'm sorry. I signed the papers. Okay. That's it. Uh, but of course, let's see. I think marriage actually is, it's an institution. It can be very good. What scares me, I will, I will end with this. What scares me the most is the divorce rate that instead of uh, decreasing, it's increasing. And I see this a lot around globally, everywhere. I don't want to talk about Dubai, Romania or other countries. It's happening. And it's scary because I haven't seen it. Maybe there are divorces that they're okay after they split up, but most divorces, I, it's they it brings a lot of pain and trauma and kids are involved and tears and for, for both sides not just necessarily just for women for example for men can be very traumatic as well um so anyway marriage it's a very sensitive thing it's a big thing um and that's why i wanted to talk to you about this subject today because you're married if you were not married would have talked about dating and relationships <laughs> but yeah Anyway, um, thank you for coming. It was a pleasure. Most welcome. Most welcome. And for all the audience, if they feel they need to talk to somebody, reach out. Reach out to us. You know where to find us. And uh, yeah, just drop us a message. We do a lot of activities, the ice bathing and meditation. And uh, I'm coaching. And Victor uh, has amazing water, like really not the stuff that we're drinking from the bottles. So yeah just drop us a message we're gonna give you more information so thank you it was it was really nice i really enjoyed it um guys i'll see you next time uh for the next episode next podcast until then lots of love and hugs and kisses this was the best talk in town uh this is iris uh your host at the black girl digital diary and uh this is victor thank you so much (laughs) bye